want you to open your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter 69. The book of Psalms, chapter 69. Are we there? Right, so I'll be reading verse 9. Verse 9. So the Bible says, For the zeal of thine house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached thee are fallen upon me. So I'm mostly interested in the first part of that verse which says, for the zeal of thine house is eaten me up. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The zeal of thine house. So the title of my message today is the zeal for thine house. The zeal for, for thine house. My God, hallelujah. When we are talking about zeal, the Bible here is talking about zeal, for the zeal of thine house. What are we talking about? You know, I just want to give you a simple English definition first, right, for the word zeal, so that you understand what this is all about. So, a simple definition of the word zeal is great energy. Great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. There is what? Great energy and there is enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. So if you have zeal for something, you have great energy, isn't it? And enthusiasm, right? You are motivated to want to achieve that particular goal. If you go to the Hebrew for that word, because uh, 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 remember the Old Testament was mainly written in what? In Hebrew, isn't it? Right. So the word simply means envy or jealousy, right? For the envy or jealousy of thine house, you are going to see uh, uh, that type of zeal in action as we shall go, Right? So we're talking about being jealous for God and for his house. If you have zeal for God's house, to the extent of even taking matters into your own hands, because there's something that you want to see happening. Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Right, let us talk uh, 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 for a bit about the zeal that the Lord Jesus Christ had for God's house. As I said the Lord wants you to hear this. Amen. The Lord wants you to hear this. After all uh, that has been said and done, after all the blessing that the Lord has given us, uh, the doors that he has opened, and everything that he has done for us, there's one thing that he wants from you. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's talk about the zeal of the Lord Jesus Christ for God's house. The verse that we read uh, uh, before in the book of Psalms there, right? It is speaking about the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who said for the zeal of what? Of thine house. He has 
eaten me up. Because we see the fulfillment of that verse in the New Testament, right? Jesus was consumed by the zeal for his father's house. Are you hearing me, somebody? Jesus was what? Was consumed with zeal for his father's house. He was devoured by that zeal. In fact, the Bible tells us that he wore it like a clock. That zeal. Ah, come on, somebody. Have you ever worn a coat before? It covers you. So Jesus was covered with zeal, like a clock. If you go to Isaiah 59, from verse 16, for example, let me read it for you. The Bible tells us that, And he saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his arm brought salvation unto him, and his righteousness, it sustained him. When, whenever the Bible talks about his arm, it talks about the Lord himself. So Jesus Christ comes to us as the Lord's arm. Or even the Holy Spirit is the arm of the Lord. The prophets used to call him the hand of the Lord. So he says his own arm. So the Lord Jesus Christ he is the Lord himself. He comes as his arm. Why? Because he saw that there was no man. He saw that there was no intercessor. Are you hearing this? In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. May we not want intercessors in this ministry. Are you hearing me, somebody? Hallelujah. Verse 17. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate. You see where the Apostle Paul was quoting from. <laughs> he put what? Righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of what? Salvation upon his head. And he put on the garments of vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a clock. Oh, come on. So righteousness, yes, salvation, yes, but he also had to come with zeal. Are you hearing me, somebody? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you go to the New Testament, as I said, you see the fulfillment of this in the New Testament. Jesus, at one time, he chased out the money changers out of the temple. And he said, do not make my, what? my father's house a house of what? A house of trade. Isn't it? If you read John uh, chapter 2, verse 16 to 17, this is where this happened, right? The Bible in verse 17 says, And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house has eaten me up. So it was the zeal for God's house that made Jesus to, uh, to drive away the money changers out of the temple. Look at this. As I said, the zeal can make you take matters into your own hands. The reproaches of the Lord has fallen upon me. You know, Are you hearing me, somebody? Oh, libahando kolis bahala. Martinia zumando. My God, my God. May someone have this zeal in Jesus' name, amen. The zeal for God's house. 
Mukawana zinu sina kumira mushe. Let this zeal, ngai kutume this zeal. To do something about it. Because the zeal is what has consumed you. Hallelujah. Let us remember this. That we are still in God's house. But now this is a what? This is a spiritual house. It's no longer a physical house. It's a what? It's a spiritual house. Because that is what Peter said there. He said we are built up into a spiritual house. A holy priesthood, isn't it? So we are still God's house. And that zeal for God's house must consume us. Hallelujah. Do you feel like you have zeal for the house of God where you are right now? Zeal to accomplish things for God. Mustara Jesu, amen. Hallelujah. We must be zealous. You know, I've spoken about the Greek, right? Uh, the Hebrew, I mean, okay? When I was talking about the word zeal, right? If you go to the Greek, the Greek is more clear, right? If you look at the word zeal in the New Testament, it speaks of excitement of mind. Excitement of what? Of mind. Being excited for the house of God. Someone said, I was glad when I was what? Isn't it? Glad. When someone says, let's go to the house of the Lord, is there excitement in your mind? If you have zeal for the house of God, there must be excitement. It speaks of favor of spirit. Favor of what? Of spirit. So when we say one is zealous, we are saying one is burning with zeal. Burning with excitement. Burning with what? Uh, 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 with favor. He has favor in his what? In his spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So when one is zealous, <laughs> this person is most eagerly desirous to acquire a thing. Is what? Most eagerly desirous to acquire a thing. There must be something that is pushing you. He is most eagerly desirous to defend or uphold a thing, vehemently contending for a thing. Look at this. So Jesus defended his father's house. He upheld his father's house. He vehemently contended for the truth. <laughs> Look at that. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I've seen a few uh, uh, believers who go to certain denominations. I'm not going to name them, but I'm sure most people have noticed this. If you say anything about their ministry or their pastor, you may be in trouble. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They defend their pastor like, you say, ha! Is their pastor God? I, I, are you hearing this? 
I've encountered such people. They don't want to hear any bad word or any bad thing about their pastors or about their ministry. Those people have zeal for their house. I'm not saying for the house of God, for their house. They understand it is their house. Listen. It may be the house of God, but they, there is an ownership that they have for the house. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So we may see that maybe in a negative way, but I've also seen it in a positive way. That is important. Imagine uh, uh, someone saying all sorts of things about the ministry where you go to. Or all sorts of things about your pastor. All sorts of things about Jesus Christ himself. About God himself. I quickly get into the conversation. I think I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to The zeal for your father's house must consume you. You know, as I say, take ownership. Jesus did not say the zeal for God's house. He said the zeal for my father's house. It is your father's house. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. You know, if you go to the Old Testament, for example, there is a man called Phineas, right? I don't know whether this is what you call Phineas, right? Or Phineas, the son of Eleazar, okay? You will see the story in Numbers 25 from verse 10 to verse 12. This man was zealous for the Lord. Now, listen to this. What the Lord says. I want you to see the importance of what? Of zeal in the things of God. Numbers 25 verse 10. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, he has turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them. Look at this. This man was zealous for the Lord. He was zealous for the Lord's sake. That I consumed not the children of Israel in my jealousy. One zealous man is the one who stayed the plague that was going to consume the children of Israel. Wherefore, say, behold, I give unto him my covenant of peace, and he shall have it and his seed after him. Even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God and made an atonement for the children of Israel. Look at that. He was zealous for who? For his God. He did something. After there was an abomination in the camp, I'm not going to go into details about that. Because this is Old Testament stuff. We no longer do such kind of things here. We don't fight for God that way. Are you hearing this? <laughs> but I want you to see what the Lord said about Phineas. He was zealous for God. And God took note. Tell your neighbor, God takes note of those that are zealous for him. 
that are zealous for his work, that contend for the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. There was also a man called Jehu. You remember Jehu? Jehu was zealous for his God. Second Kings chapter 10 from verse 16 there. And he said, come with me, this is Jehu speaking, and see my zeal for the Lord. I like how he said it. He says, come and see my zeal. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Can you tell someone, come and see my zeal for the Lord? Maybe there's nothing to see. Come on. Because you must be doing something. Come and see my zeal for the Lord. If you are a singer, you can say, come and see my zeal for the Lord. And when a, pe when a person comes in, surely they see you doing things for the Lord. Are you hearing this? You do things for the Lord. Come and see my zeal. So he destroyed the rest of uh, uh, Baal's uh, uh, prophets and those that worshipped Baal. That was the zeal that he had. And now, listen to this, to what the Lord then says in verse 30. And the Lord said unto Jehu, Because you have done well in executing that which is right in mine eyes, and has done unto the house of Ahab according to all that was in mine heart, thy children of the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. Look at this. The Lord saw the zeal of Jehu. And he says, come and see my zeal. Then he destroyed power worship. He had his own problems, right? This man called Jehu. I want you to see something. You don't have to be perfect for the Lord to use you. Jehu was not perfect. But because he had zeal for the Lord, he did this. And the Lord took note. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. I'm not saying you are not being called to perfection. You are being called to what? To perfection. But stop judging people. Oh, this one is doing this. This one is doing that. This one is that limitation. If you do that, no one will go to what? To heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, don't let uh, uh, yourself be blinded. Or don't let Satan rob you of what the Lord may be doing through someone simply because you are blinkered. <laughs> are you hearing this? Simply because you are what? You are blinkered. Tell your neighbor, we are still men in the flesh on this earth. We have this treasure in what? We have this treasure in what? In earthen vessels. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And say, stop judging me too much. I am work in progress. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Hallelujah.
So try your best also to cooperate with God as much as we are what? Work in progress. Amen. We must go to perfection. We must go to perfection. Hallelujah. So I just wanted you to see these two people, Phineas and Jehu, that the Lord noticed the zeal. Amen. He noticed the what? The zeal. Just like Jesus, when he came, he was zeal like a clock. Look at how he ministered for three and a half years. That was zeal. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's jump to the New Testament. We talked about Jesus. Let us also talk about the Apostle Paul. Let us talk about the Apostle Paul. You know, if I read, uh, uh, or whenever I read the New Testament, right, there's something I noticed about the, uh, I noticed about the Apostle Paul. He was a very different apostle. Even compared to Peter himself. <laughs> because he himself said, through the grace that was given unto me, I even labored more <laughs> than all these other apostles. But even if Peter is at the forefront, but this Paul, there's something that was different about him. As much as we can say, uh, uh, it's because of the spiritual endowment that was upon him. But yet there is also something that made him great. It was his zeal. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor the missing ingredient. Right. This man was so full of zeal. Right. First in the Jewish religion. He was not zealous first in the church. But he was zealous first in the Jewish what? Religion. And the Bible tells us that because of this, he profited more than his peers because of the zeal. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 1, verse 14. Let's look at that verse. Galatians chapter 1, verse 14. And profited in the Jews' religion above many my equals in my own nation. This is the work of zeal, not the work of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> this man was not yet converted. <laughs> but he what? He profited much more. Then he says, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. He was exceedingly zealous for the traditions. He applied himself fully into those traditions. So he profited more than his what? His peers. Philippians 3 verse 6, concerning zeal, persecuting the church. So he's saying, my persecution of the church was as a result of my zeal. <laughs> In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, I said, you are taking matters into your own what? Into your own hands. Right. So, he profited greatly because of what? Because of this zeal. And I'm sure the Lord saw that zeal in the Apostle Paul and he said, I can use this. When that man was converted, my God, the devil was in trouble. Whew, hallelujah. 
You know, as I'm speaking to you right now, I feel that even the anointing of the Lord is available for us all. Tell your neighbor about the zeal. The zeal. The Lord is looking for the zeal. Hallelujah. So then the Bible says unto us, Be zealous therefore. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be zealous therefore. I'm about to finish. It's not a long message. Be zealous what? Therefore. We need to be zealous for God and for his work. So when I'm saying zealous for his house, I'm also saying zealous for his what? For his work. In Jesus' name, amen. If you look at Titus chapter 2, verse 14, the Bible says, who gave himself for us? It's talking about Christ. Who gave himself for, for us? That he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself. Look at this. A peculiar people. Zealous of good works. That's why I'm saying be zealous, therefore. Zealous of what? Of good works. Zealous for God. Zealous for his house. Zealous for his work. And I want you to note the Bible is talking about being zealous, not being overzealous. Hallelujah. Because there are some who become overzealous. <laughs> be zealous and not be overzealous. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You also need to be zealous according to knowledge. Because the Bible talks about those that are zealous, but without, without knowledge. So it's so important as well to first acquire knowledge. You know, this is a mistake that we also make when we are very young. I, I want you to know this. There's, there's something that happens. Uh, for example, if you are a new convert, for example, or you have been recently baptized with the Holy Spirit, you can be zealous to the point of being overzealous. <laughs> when you feel that anointing coursing through your body, uh, you can think that you are more anointed than anyone else. <laughs> more anointed than your pastor. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. That's why I'm saying over what? Over zealous. And God can use you. So much you think that, uh, you know, you are, you are somewhere. That's why I'm saying don't be over zealous. Be zealous, but don't be over zealous. Remain humble. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. You know, you can... Run even to give testimonies. This is what I've done. This is what I've done. This is what I've... When someone is silent, it doesn't mean <laughs> nothing has been done. Others have just grown. Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Glory to Jesus. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to, to knowledge. 
Most of us have done this mistake before. But you grow in wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. I said you grow in what? You grow in wisdom. You grow in wisdom. Right. This zeal that I'm talking about, I don't want you to have it for sure. I said for what? For sure. Because there are others who are zealous because they are in front of the pastor. So you want to be zealous so that you can be seen. Paul said, I want you to be zealous even when I'm not present with you. Preach the word even when the pastor is not present. Witness Christ even when, you know, this is the reason for being equipped in the church. And it. I tell people that um, you have no reason to criticize the pastor, to say he's not preaching out. <laughs> uh, you have no reason. Why? Because what is happening in the church is the equipping of the saints for the work of, of ministry. The reason why I'm preaching to you right now is so that you go out there and preach to someone else. That's why we need to have that what? That zeal for the house of God. Most of us will think that maybe God will reward us for coming to church and sitting on the chairs in church. No, 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 no. Number one priority for you is to bring lost souls into the kingdom of God. Is that true? That is number one. So let the zeal of the Lord lead you into that. Lead you. You know, Antica, when it comes to church, you also need to ask yourself, who have I brought into the church? If you look side, side, behind you, in front, and there is no one you have brought, oh my God, hallelujah. Come on. I'm not saying a convert. I'm even saying someone you have invited. Some are so spiritually handicapped that they can't even invite a person to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, the Lord really wants you to hear this. In Jesus' name, amen. He has made all things available unto us. That's why I'm saying this, so that you are built up. You simply need to start what? Taking the step and you see it. I shared this before with you that uh, uh, when I started uh, uh, performing miracles, it was, uh, 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 it was not about maturity in the Lord at that time. <laughs> Are you hearing this? Just... Three months or so after receiving the Holy Spirit, I was already performing miracles. Blind eyes were opening. People on the deathbed were rising. People were being instantly healed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Zeal for the Lord. And I, I was burning with zeal. I'm, I, I'm praying that may the Lord bring that zeal back. <laughs> it, well, I was an evangelist throughout at that time. 
maybe one thing that we also need to understand in ministry is that uh, there are phases of ministry, okay? There are phases of what? Of ministry. The Lord will bring you into one phase where he says, go throughout, arare, preach, wherever you go, preach. But then he might say, now I want you to sit down, I want you to pastor for a bit, right? Even before he releases you, for example, into apostleship, it can take years. Mark and the divorce. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is so important. Paul said, I, I spent how many years in Arabia? He says 14. What were you doing for 14 years in Arabia? So sometimes we think that things will start happening and whatever, simply because you have two years in ministry or five years in ministry. Sometimes you have to spend 14 years somewhere before you come out. Hallelujah. So the question is, uh, is it Acts chapter 13? When the Spirit said, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work. After how many years did that happen? That's some homework for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, zeal. Zeal. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, one last thing I would want to tell you about zeal is that zeal can also affect others. Your zeal can affect others. When they see that you are zealous for the things of God and you want to do or work for God, it can also cause someone else to be zealous as well. It can cause someone to be encouraged to be zealous. work for the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need to be zealous for God. We need to be zealous for his house. That is the missing ingredient that I wanted to share with you. That is what the Lord has spoken to me for today. Amen. As much as he has granted us all things, but yet the zeal, let the zeal drive us. We need to wear that zeal like a what? Like a clock. We need to what? To be zealous so that we can go that extra mile. You know, if you are zealous, you can go that extra mile in serving God. Most of you, if we come out of the church right now, you are going to forget all about God and all about his work. You will think about it again next Sunday when you are about to go to church. You don't dream about it. <laughs> oh, are you hearing me, somebody? You don't dream about it. You don't think about it. You don't say, Lord, how can I save you? Lord, how can I do better? Oh, Lord, how can I accomplish more? Be zealous, therefore. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus... One said, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Be what? Be zealous. We need that zeal in you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can stand up on your feet. We just want to go before the Lord and pray. Oh, my candle,
In Jesus' mighty name. I just want you to pray where you are. And say, Lord, that I might be consumed with zeal for you. And zeal for your what? For your house. May you clothe me with zeal like a clock. Mandebo hasa. You know, let this, this zeal eat you up. Let it consume you. Let it burn you up. Wherever you are, even when you want to keep quiet, find yourself just breaking out and just preaching and speaking about the Lord Jesus Christ to someone. Zeal, let this zeal consume us. Begin to pray where you are. In the name of Jesus. Holy Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Oh, my God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. Oh, my God, in Jesus' mighty name. Where you have spoken unto us, oh, Father, about zeal for God. About zeal for the house of God. About zeal for the work of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, mashatalabakaindelebosatebrosokomohando. My God, lepali kausa debrosokomohando. Oh, makande dibosa debrosteke debina subohaya. Holy Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying, oh, Father God, that we may be consumed with zeal for thine house. Zeal for thine house in the name of Jesus. Zeal for the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Zeal, oh, Father God, for the gospel. Makalebo satalarabakauzuba. Zeal for thine truth, O God, in Jesus' mighty name. I am praying, O Father God, that we may be consumed by it. I am praying, O Father God, that we may burn with this zeal. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Larabako sindaribobosa. Shandeli I pray for each and every one of us, O oh Father God, in Jesus' mighty name. Let the zeal of the Lord eat us up in Jesus' name. Let the zeal of the Lord consume us, O oh God, in Jesus' mighty name. We may have little zeal in us, O oh God, but I'm praying, O oh Father God, that let this zeal be increased. Let this zeal be increased. Let this zeal be increased, O God. Let this zeal be increased in Jesus' mighty name. So that we may accomplish more for the kingdom of God. That we may do your will, O Father God, on this earth. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for granting us this zeal. In Jesus' mighty name, let us find ourselves even preaching the gospel. Even when we don't feel like we want to. Let us find ourselves preaching this gospel. 